opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. Welcome to tonight's episode. It's Tuesday, October 28th, and we have a special live episode tonight. I'm joined with my co-host, Jeff, and tonight we've got for you a lot of views, a lot of opinions, and only Jeff has the attitude tonight, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. (laughs) And I'm going to start off with attitude right away, Jesse, because we just prayed before coming on, and we asked the Lord that if we said something incorrect, that we would have immediate correction, even if it was from one or another. Did we not just say that? We did. It's Thursday. (laughs) Thursday. I said Tuesday. You're right. Thank you. (laughs) I see the audience too. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Prayer answered, ladies and gentlemen. We have you have witnessed another miracle today, and we should probably just end the show on that high. We should. (laughs) Thanks for coming out, people. Right on, right on, right on. Hey, Jesse. There's a video that uh, that has been around for a while, and uh, you and I discussed it. It's about six minutes long, but I think it's going to put some of what we're going to discuss into perspective and what we're going to discuss today. Um, So, by the way, in this is really important. Everyone, stop chatting. Listen to these words. Do not put names or anything in the chats or in the comments. If someone puts names, they need to be deleted. You can you can kind of point to someone. You can say something like 45. You can say, you know, different things. You can give clues. But moderators, please delete any names or letters that come up in this uh, particular uh, episode because what we're going to discuss tonight, and I'm just going to give the intro before we get into this video. Um, those of you who have been with uh, Jesse and I for, you know, we've been doing this for just over a year now, maybe a year and a couple months. And uh, what was it around May? I think Jesse, when I had called you right away and I said, man, I just got this download from God. He showed me everything. Yeah. And then we did a show and I told the audience, I just got this download from God. He showed me all kinds of things. Like it's going to, and I'm going to release it. I'm gonna, and in fact, I was going to release it right around Father's Day. But then something yeah. happened in between them. And I felt I was not able to release some of the things that I'm going to say tonight to you. Um, but it's been burbling up in the chats on Telegram, uh, in the different places and different things come going on around the world. Uh, these questions and and there was a provocative show on Monday that uh, raised some questions and that and uh, and today is the actually the anniversary of the very first post from said group and uh, I felt the release to uh, to do this tonight so I'm going to tell you some of the things that we've held back on um, we have actually told you a lot of this stuff in the past but I think tonight it's gonna be put together for you. Uh, but before we get into it, Jesse, where is the real battle? The real battle's in prayer here in the spirit and in the physical world. 
That's right. And because everything starts in the spirit and then it comes down to earth and we pray that it goes through God's power and then heads down here to affect change in the world. So let's start off with a video that's just going to get you going. If you've seen this earlier today or in the past, uh, no need to apologize because I know you're going to love it. Uh, and for those who are listening on Podbean, uh, this video does not show any images or anything, like just the words that are said. So the audio is perfectly fine in this case for you. So let me just pull this up. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I really, uh, really want you to enjoy this particular video. Here we go. our war cry. We don't even know that we're at war. We don't understand that we're in hostile territory. This isn't a time of peace. It's against the principalities and the powers that are puppeteering the people. And we are in a position to see souls set free. This has been the ancient war cry throughout all the generations of the Hebrew nation. Rock! Kasak! Where does it come from? Kasak. This is the Hebrew. The rock-like oomph of the spiritually zealous heart, the game face of a mighty man, tenacity of soul, the gritting of the teeth of the spirit-inspired warrior, and the bearing of those teeth to the enemy. Kasak is possessing a resolute and growling resolve for the glory of God, a flush of spiritual fervor, a tensing of all the soldiers' muscles. There's a Kasak. We don't have that spiritually. We should. We don't. Because we don't know what we're engaged with. Did you know that you have the armory of heaven? That you have everything you need for life and godliness to push the enemy forces back? And so when you hear, Kasak, your knuckles spiritually should immediately turn white. And you should find yourself critting your spiritual teeth with a belligerence against the enemy. He goes down. There are souls that must be saved. And that's just Kasak. The Hebrew statement is Kasak. However, in the Bible, where that came from, it's Kasak Imams. The other word that goes with it, Imams. It's heavenly audacity. It's rushing headlong into the most hazardous and impossible battles without pausing to consider the impossibilities. Who had Imams in the Bible? David against Goliath? That's some serious Imams. Okay, he's rushing headlong against the Goliath. It's like, David, we might want to think about this a little. No, I'm not weighing the impossibilities. This is for my God. It's a confidence in victory even before the field is taken. It's lambs moving with liquid ferocity straight into the lion's lair. How about the three that overheard him in the cave of Adul? This is all for a cup of cool water from the well of Bethlehem. Those guys had a moss. He'll run it out, break through a garrison of Philistines to grab a cup of cool water and then bring it back through the garrison. They're being hunted by Philistines all the time, trying not to spill a cup of water. That's the moss. Mere men and women on earth are eaten up by the enemy. However, we're not just mere men and women of this earth. We are redeemed. We are bought with a price, and we have been changed into the body of Christ. A mox means swift-footed, all-believing, super-conquering, prevailing faith in the Lord of Battles. 
what happens to the world if Christians once again get Kasak and Amats? You know what the apostles had after Pentecost? Something came into them. What was it? You can say it very simply. Kasak and Amats. Spirit of God. He came in to win. He came in to turn this world on its head. Moses' last gasp, this is his great speech before the promised land, which he never got to enter into. And he's laying out the ground rules for the kingdom that is about to be established across that Jordan River. Be strong and of good courage. Kasach, Hamas, fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that does go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Kasach, Hamas, be strong and of good courage. For thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Well, what's happening there? The men and women of God are coming to take what was purchased, the promise. You are surrounded by 31 hostile empires. You know, that's what they were headed into. 31 empires on the other side of that Jordan River. 31. This is where we are at as the Church of Jesus Christ. Yet we are there without a war cry. Let's understand that we are out to win for the glory of Jesus Christ. And even if we die, we win. Doesn't matter what happens to our bodies. We obey, God wins. Now suddenly we're crossing. Joshua is the same name for Jesus in the New Testament, by the way. Yeshua. This is the Savior, the man of salvation, who has come in to bring us into the inheritance. Strong and good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Rock the sock. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Rock Kasak, Israel. Rock Kasak, men and women of God Almighty. All the powers of earth and hell that come against your soul, and all the powers of earth and hell that are puppeteering the lost masses, you hit them square in the teeth. And you show love to this world. To anyone who would spit in your face, you serve them and you love them in return and say, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Rock Kasak, Israel. That video is a little bit stirring, I would say. Yeah, it stirs me every time I listen to it. Amen. That is beautifully done. Beautifully done. Just give me a second here. Just got to make some adjustments. Why don't you talk for a minute, Jesse, while I look at my screen? <laughs> yes. Well, tonight it's going to be a great discussion. It it does stem off of some of the you know, stuff way back in May when the Lord revealed this to you, but it also goes with currently uh, major, you know, things we're trying to bring forward. Um, it's important with all the information coming out, 
nowadays that we really continue to do our research. We continue to be in the word and let the word of God be our grounding. So as we bring forward stuff, we'll also be bringing forward, you know, the scriptural truths that go with it. Amen. So it was on this date in, uh, what was it, 2018, I believe, that the very first post came out from this said group. And the post was, you know, somewhat of a shocking statement. If you wanted to get attention and get people to pay attention, you must make an audacious statement. And so uh, this group did put a post out there, and it was an audacious statement, and it seemed to be written in a way that was uh, not traditional of bloggers or anything like that. It's basically, you know, in two days, HRC going down, you know, Podesta, you know, and all these things. They started bringing light into some of the things, and then the subsequent posts kept going and going and going. Uh, so at first, we realized that it was an information dissemination program of some kind. And it uh, it really took on strength, and it empowered people to start to do research and to fight because who is the enemy of the people here on earth right now? It is the mainstream, right? So it got a whole bunch, like millions, tens of millions of people worldwide to look at this stuff and get going. And there are so many proofs uh, that it's, it's undeniable some of the accuracy in it. Uh, it's also undeniable that there's a lot of misinformation in it and that that is intentional. Yeah, absolutely. When you have, when you're in war, you have to play both sides of the field, right? You have to, it's like a football game. You have to anticipate what they're going to do or even, you know, get them to do something, force their hands so they have to run a certain type of play, Right. And so they've been doing this successfully for, you know, a few years and then it's gone silent. But there are some really big things that have happened along the way. And the first one that I will tell you about, and I, listen, we could, I could have dug up all kinds of videos. If we did one show a week, I would probably do something like that. And maybe we'll get to that later, or maybe we'll have people helping out and we can put together a little bit more detailed shows. But listen, if you think back, everyone has seen the inauguration in 2016. And there was a very specific point in that inauguration where DJT says, this is not a normal election. We're handing the power back to the people. Okay? We're handing it back to the people. And at that specific moment... If you rewatch it, there are a bunch of military officers that come down the steps. He is surrounded by the military, and then they walk off when he's done that spot. And then the camera pans to to George W. and to uh, to Bo, and they're cringing. They're cringing because they know what he means when he says this. Yeah, and 
so, you know, the, the folklore of this whole thing is that uh, TJT was recruited uh, somewhat 20 years ago. I believe that to be true. And he has been preparing for this. They have been gaming it. Um, but when we go back to even the beginning of the movement, Jesse, there were some really significant things done by these citizen journalists and, you know, power back to the people. And, you know, one of the first things that I saw uh, that was done really well, and and forgive me because I, I'm not going to get the last name right, but the Fall Cabal series by Janet Ossenbard or something like that. I wish I had it. Uh, which was done excellent. And that was a real eye-opener. And it was done sequentially uh, as an eye-opener for many, many people. Yeah, that that was very excellent and gave a good general overview of really, you know, the Luciferian system that, that we're at war with. Yeah, and and the and what happens with the children? What happens with like it, it? Really, didn't leave much out there. And and then there was another standout uh, citizen journalist. Now Janet uh, got her information uh, from doing deep research. And then there was a, a guy who came out, um, Charlie Freak, and Charlie Freak put out uh, probably the best. Uh, observational thing of current events and proofs uh, at the time. Uh, it really was phenomenal because he tracked uh, essentially the uh, the foreign visits that DJT did and, you know, starting in Saudi Arabia and how they did the sword dance, how they capitulated to him, and then how he spent a little bit of time, extra time in Israel. And then he went to China and he went to the Forbidden City. No one goes to the Forbidden City. Why did Trump go there? Like it, it just happened everywhere he went. And even at De- Davos, right, where he is surrounded by snakes, possibly the most danger he was ever put in was in that situation. So. Uh, you know, I want to give him a, a lot of credit now, uh, at, now technically I don't follow uh, that foreman aforementioned name because he is a, a, a little bit, uh, you know, ascension minded and stuff like that. We're going to get into this because it's just, uh, interesting how this, uh, how these information came out. Um, anyways, not coming against him. Uh, I'd probably like to meet him one of these days. Uh, so, who is this letter in the alphabet? That's a question everyone wants to know, and is it real? I find it amazing that people keep asking this, these questions because generals have come out and actually named who it is. Uh, General Valolay came out and actually named who it is. And, you know, and it was on a pretty major show. It was on a Clay Clark show, which touches over a million people. And then the videos went viral. Uh, we posted them on our channels. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's about 800 military intelligence personnel in Virginia. Yep. So it's real. Oh, Jesse. Am I, am I am I getting a look from you, or are you just reading chat and smiling? 
I was reading chat and smiling and trying not to say certain comments while you were talking, but it wasn't about you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say certain comments or I can put them on the board even. No, I was just going to bring out the truth that, you know, some of these generals are ones that, you know, I'm familiar with who are in different parts of the system. So we can uh, keep talking. Well, yeah. Well, listen, we're we're going to go there. Um, so one of the very first things that night that uh, I really got this big download was, and by the way, I had just learned about the light side of the system from Jesse. Okay. I had just learned about it. And one of the things that the Lord showed me is that this team has been communicating with angels. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I'm going to throw a little wrench in it because I just mentioned the light side of the system. Um, and actually, let's talk about dark to light for a second, and then I'll continue. So, you know, one of the major themes is dark to light, and we've covered this uh, probably ad nauseum, but we're going to have to keep repeating it uh, to really get the message out there. So there is the dark side of the system and there's the light side of the system. The dark side of the system, you're seeing them in their playbook right now with the uh, with the Rona and with the uh, build back better with, uh, you know, all these things that are going on. You know, they want to put us in camps. They're already advertising it in certain countries, including the one I'm living in. They're building them in the United States. They've got them in Australia. They've got them. Everywhere they want to throw, and, and by the way, they're making lists and they're checking it twice. <laughs> yes. And uh, and and if you're watching the show, you're probably on one of those lists. <laughs> so uh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God's got it God, under control. Yeah, He knows your name's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the point is the the dark side wants to do all this stuff to you. The light side wants to do it to you too. <laughs> they've got the same end game, okay? Because it's the same person controlling both sides or same being controlling both sides of the equation. Um, the, the good news is that the light side gives us a few more years to win souls. And that's why I wanted to play that uh, that video in advance. It, but But we have to remember... As we're, and even as we're studying the book of Revelation on Sundays, uh, most of you have read the book. Uh, we know how it ends, and it's God's will that it ends a certain way. Yeah, I think that's important to bring out that, you know, no matter how much we would like to change what's going to happen, um, especially in regards to the Antichrist, it's important to remember that this is God's spoken word. It's his will. Um, he's ordained things and are given permission for them to happen this way. And, you know, we can pray, we can ask the Lord to change his mind. But, you know, usually the things that are written in the scripture, it's it's pretty, you know, set in stone with the finger of God that this is the way it's going to be. So we can't stop some of these things that are going to happen. All we can do is dictate, you know, where we're going to invest our time and how we're going to react and deal with 
what the Lord has foretold us is going to happen. And this is, by the way, like, you know, look, is there some bumpy roads ahead of us? Yes. But I'm telling you, this is the most glorious time in all of history to be alive, other than to maybe walk in the garden, you know, you know, before the fall. Uh, this is because that was right before the fall. This is before the second coming. That's right. And, you know, listen, Kim Clement, uh, and I'm going to refer to Kim Clement a few times tonight uh, because I, again, he's the prophet of our generation. I know he was a true man of God. It just, it is, it resides in every bit of my being when I listen to his prophecies and his worship. And by the way, he taught something very important. If you watch his videos, he teaches you how to turn whatever God's telling you into worship. And that like, that's like a multiplier in my mind, you know, uh, because worship is our warfare. Uh, that's our most powerful <laughs> warfare. Um, turning a prayer into a song or a psalm mm -hmm. into a song, you know, is just a, an amazing, amazing thing to do. So we have the light side. We have the dark side. Now, Q, oh, I shouldn't have said that, uh, Cue up the record, YouTube. We're going to uh, cue up a song, a song. Please don't take the channel down. You got that video ready, Jeff? Yeah. Queued up. <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. You were talking about the light, the dark side, and about that the, special team that's that made up of both. <laughs> right. So when, so first of all, let's let's talk about who they are. So if there's 800 of them, and there's that famous uh, video of 45 with a uh, with a gathering in the White House, and he says, "What's this? It's the calm before the storm. What storm?" Mr. President, right? Um, right? You know, so they, he's been showing us all along, and then his tweets and the timestamps and Scavino stuff. It has always been incredible, but you have to you have to understand strategy, and and you know, I talk a lot about strategy on and off air. It's one of my favorite topics, but with strategy, only a very few people would know what they call the plan. Okay. Right. The rest of it is going to be compartmentalized and these compartments don't talk to each other. Okay. That's done for a very specific reason. Always. Now, would there be light side infiltration and dark side infiltration into this 800 Jesse? Are you talking, I think instead of infiltration, I think there's purposeful working together for a common goal. And then you also have, you know, Christians, believers and unbelievers mixed in there as well. That's right. So we've got a bit of everybody, but even if you're the, if you're a good guy and you're at the very top, you're one of the good guys who knows the entire plan. Okay. And you 
you know, particularly if you're a general or something and you've been going around the world and you've been meeting like-minded people and forming this thing called the Alliance, right? And you meet someone who you suspect is really not going to be a team player, but they're saying all the right things. Do you let them inside? No, it, it, I believe they had to purposely stay a very closed group. Right. But you let people into that fold of the 800. Even if you know they're your enemy. Why? Because you can control what they see and what they sneak out to their teams. Okay. But you're talking a bit more purposeful, Jesse. So I want you to expand on that if you can. Yeah, I was thinking of the base construction of the team and, you know, on that team, you've, you have the light side of the system. You also have the dark side, but it doesn't mean that dark side have necessarily infiltrated. Like, you know, we think of a spy or somebody who's going to give bet, you know, communication back to a, another uh, group. Um you have people on there who are dark side who, you know, want out. They are purposely working with the light side and with Christians um, in order to, um, you know, help rescue as many as can be rescued out of the system and to help bring it down so that nobody is bound or tethered to it anymore. And to make a deal. <laughs> that That's probably... A big part of it, yeah. But as we've been told, nobody gets a deal. So, you know, I believe that um, actually I know some of these individuals, you know, the consequences, they are very familiar with them and know that there will be consequences. Yeah, there's going to be consequences for sure. So where? how do they know the future, Jesse, how have they been able to game out the future so accurately? Well, a lot of that came, you know, we got to remember that um, up in heaven, there are, you know, the Lord's libraries. And, you know, I knew that before all this, that there were verses that talked about, you know, the Lord has written and formed our days. And so, you know, um, the angels had access to this information. We're told um, in the book of Enoch that when the angels, the fallen angels were cast down, that they began to give that information as hidden knowledge to men. And, you know, there were certain ways that that information had to be accessed. Not everybody has direct communication with these beings. So one of the things that you know, the governments and the militaries have come up with is what they call the looking glass. And that is a direct um, interface with the spirit world where the individuals who um, have visions when they enter into that looking glass space, uh, they are able to communicate with those spirits and, and see visions or um, experience certain events throughout time and they began to uh, the people who were running these um, events and experiences began to do biofeedback and write down everything 
that the individuals they had encounter, um, you know, what they had encountered, and then they would cross, you know, examine and they would say, okay, you know, where do we want to make changes? Where can we make changes? And sometimes they would make decisions that would change what happened in certain events or circumstances. But then it got to a point where, you know, there's only so far they could go. And now every choice, you know, leads to what they call one timeline that they cannot change, which is the will of God. You know, they can't change the end of what's coming. The Lord has decreed that everything will be as he has spoken it to be. Now, is it true that they could not see using the looking glass technology past 2012? Past, tw you mean 2024? No, I, I meant 2012. Um, I guess I will have to leave that unconfirmed. I don't believe that was the case. Okay, and you're saying 2024? Correct. Okay, so I had heard an interview with someone who was working on the project who said they couldn't see anything. Oh, so actually, you know what? Now that I'm I think that's when it, the timelines they couldn't when the timelines converged. And that's it all that's one what it was. Yes, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm recalling things that you know I've learned a couple of years ago, sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and yeah, and there so was the timelines converged there. They but they could still see past, but it just, everything was always the same people. They couldn't change the ending. Right. Right. They couldn't change the ending. Right. So we have high end military guys in this so-called alliance who are looking to angels to get information. And it, it's funny because in the last, uh, well, a few decades, these same angels who come as ascended masters, they call themselves Palladians, they call themselves all kinds of things, whatever, whatever program works for you, they'll call themselves, right? Right. <laughs> they seem very friendly, Jesse, but are they? Uh, no, Jeff, they are not friendly. <laughs> They, they've you got a demeanor a about them. them. I mean, sometimes they made me laugh because they were just so ridiculous. But, you know, in the end, they are fallen angels and every inclination of their heart and their thoughts is evil and wicked. That's right. And their goal is to, it's the same as what the dark side and the light side have the same goal. It's just to usher in the AC and to fulfill their plan. Well, it's to ascend to what they believe is godhood. You yeah. know, they're promised a lot of things. So they they believe the lie and the deception that they will ascend and reach that higher enlightenment and that, you know, the age-old promise of the serpent by the tree to Eve, you know, that when you eat of this tree of knowledge of good and evil, then you shall be like God and you shall, you know, so that's what they they believe that they will be like gods. Um, yeah. They just take out the like and and have we will be gods. Um, you know we know that's not true, but that's what they believe. And you know as I've brought out, you know, the enemy himself has no intention of keeping anybody alive. 
No. And so when we talk about this and we've been giving warnings, if you're watching one of these shows and even if it's a Patriot show or whatever, and they start talking about global consciousness and ascending into this, I'm telling you, turn it off. Don't fill your head with that poison. Yeah. Do not fill your head with that poison. You need to be focused to get through this. We need to be focused and we need to do this together. All right. Yeah. So one of the things that God showed me at that time as well is that not only is that where a lot of the information is coming from, and, and let me tell you exactly what, uh, what came out. Um, so first of all, the darkness we'll say has been plotting these events for thousands of years. They've been gaming it all the way through. They've been trying things. They've been testing things. In every generation, they've been gaming this out, seeing how people react, seeing how in every generation, because these are very old spirits, folks. Uh, they're around for the next generation. And they've been doing this, so they've gotten very good at predicting what people will do based on their historical gaming out of things. And then we have... Uh, man with technology and man has built supercomputers where you can put scenarios into and you can game out a whole bunch of scenarios as well. And based on probabilities, you know, you can make do risk assessments on your next move. But so that's the light side, the dark side and man. The real question is what is God's play? in all of this. And one of the things, so the fallen angels have been communicating. We know that now we've established that here, at least on this program, these are news views, opinions, and attitudes, people. Um, you don't take anything we're saying as the gospel. Okay. I want to be very clear. Do your own research, ask God for him to show you these things, uh, or show you the correction of the things that we're saying. I'll put that out there. But God has two-thirds of the angels. And an angel, by definition, is a messenger. God can also send his angels to minister to people in this uh, alliance, let's say. And God has his hand in every single bit of this that's happening. Now, there's a lot of questions about DJT and things like that. And look, only God knows all of these answers, okay? Only God knows. He didn't show me. He doesn't, you know, we don't know. But I go back to Kim Clement's prophecies about a David coming. He And, and by the way, he predicted this letter in the alphabet. He saw this picture of this man that was gold and all these people behind him, and they're all in unison and one. Okay. So has God placed a man there? Now, look, where, where the man ends up at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know. But he's fulfilling a role and he's ordained by God to do it. And that's easy to prove because God picks the leaders. The cabal 
chooses their man, but God gives permission. So yes, right. God put B.O. and Michael <laughs> in the White House. Right. <laughs> right? He did. He did, yep. God's either sovereign or he's not, folks. You know, um, we didn't like it. Those were rough years. Um, and we're we're seeing those years uh come back again in a in a third term right now, which is being shown before us as we speak. Uh definitely it's his third term right now. It's right. all his minions, it's everything that's going on, but will it last? I that's, don't think it will last for long. No, either do I. So just common sense and reasoning. Again, um, we're not giving dates or anything. Other people have said November 2nd, November 3rd, just a week away. Okay, bring it on. Hallelujah. Let it happen. That would be great. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is if the United States falls, the world falls. The dark side will achieve their agenda. I don't believe that is to happen. In fact, I, I think biblically we could even prove that that really isn't going to happen. Uh, and I said, I, I say, I think, <laughs> okay, I'm not saying I'm sure on that one uh, because I'm not sure. However, America cannot withstand another f few, another, like may maybe six months most and America's gone at the current pace that's happening. So I do yeah. believe if something is going to happen, it's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, I think there's so many changes that are happening and so much behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot um, that's going on and, you know, we're, the things that we're seeing don't make sense. They don't add up, you know, to to the narrative that we're being fed. So I do believe that we're going to enter this time where, you know, the the light side of the system um, has, we'll just say, has taken down the dark side. The majority of those individuals uh, who were at the top of leadership positions on that dark side have been overcome. And are no longer operational in their positions. And so now what you have is we have the light side of the system. And they do want, um, you know, for their agenda to work, they need our cooperation. They need us to be, um, you know, I don't want to use the word gullible, um, but they need us to believe and buy in to their agenda. And so how are they going to do that? They're going to do things like, you know, bring in the peace, the utopia that we've desired, the financial stability, uh, the blessings and abundance of food and other things. You know, we have to remember behind the scenes that this is God's will. You know, he talks about the great harvest, that there will be a time of blessing. There'll be a time of prosperity. Um all of these things that come out of the storehouses are the Lord's. Everything belongs to him. Um, 
you know, the enemy knows this too. The enemy has individuals who know how to steward God's things. And so, you know, as believers, we have to not be deceived. We have to remember that um, we've got an enemy who's working to deceive us. And we kind of have to really step it up because we are the ones as the children of God who are supposed to be stewarding the land and the abundance that God has given. We're the ones who are supposed to be handing that out. And um, so I think that we are entering into that time period. And, you know, I believe that there will be a little period of rest before, you know, the full reveal of, of the Antichrist and um, the light side of the system. But I again, have to that's my picture. You mentioned opinion. creating wealth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a course on that. We are to steward the things that the Lord has given. <laughs> and so, you know, we are firmly believing in, you know, we've been, we've been saying this literally for a year since we first started broadcasting together, Jesse, that, uh, and by the way, we said it way before this Juan guy did. Okay, the Red Sea moment. Uh, we literally are on record saying that a year ago that we had felt it in the heavenlies and that we are coming to this Red Sea moment and the wealth would be transferred, wealth of the wicked would be transferred to the righteous and and all yeah. of these things. Um, so we've been saying well, this for a very long time. You know, the Lord says that he will give us the treasures in darkness and that he will pour out the blessings in abundance and open his storehouses up. So the Lord himself has said that going all the way back to biblical times. Yep. And he's done it before and we believe he's about to do it again and he's going to do it suddenly. Yeah, I do believe it will be suddenly. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go on a ledge here, uh, not giving dates or whatever, but, uh, you know, even before, 45 was elected he kept repeating a line and he doesn't say things by mistake by the way people he's gonna say you're gonna have he kept saying you're gonna have a merry christmas <laughs> yep and we look at the timelines now and you know there's this also this thing that says trust the plan and that has been all through and i i'll, I'll tell you i've admittedly struggled with this because, you know, um, it could be, you know, if we just sit back and trust the plan. Okay. That's one way you can interpret it. And, uh, no, you're not supposed to sit back, but if you look at it as a whole in what has, uh, has transpired since this, uh, information dissemination operation started, uh, it really was to get you active and it did, it got you active as digital soldiers. It got you looking for different things. It got you uh, going out. And now, uh, if we trust in the plan, you might say, what is happening now? We, uh, everyone was, was devastated a year from a year ago uh, when, when this stuff happened, you know, a year ago with the, uh, the mail-in stuff and all that. And uh, it, you know, the, the most popular guy ever <laughs> got put in, right? <laughs> the guy with six people in circles, <laughs> you know, um, most popular guy ever. And, and then, you know, things started going downhill from January 20th when policies went into play. You took, took away the energy, took away this. 
and you're watching it and you're thinking, how could this be? And you're watching and they're showing the ridiculousness of this. You yeah. could not make policies this stupid. Well, unless you really are a Marxist and want to have this type of world takeover and do a communist society, um, you would do those types of policies. But they're also making it so ridiculous because, you know, the people telling you to wear diapers on your face and stuff like that, and then you see them in big crowds. And it's even, even being reported on uh, mainstream without wearing these things. And, you know, they're showing you. We saw green screen Joe in front of Marine One, <laughs> you know, We've seen green screen Joe in so many different places. We've seen the masks rolling off. We've seen the nose go sideways. We've seen hairy arms and then not hairy arms. <laughs> like, you know, the, the inauguration, you know, they, they showed it a sunny day. It was a crappy day. We decoded that inauguration. It was all fake. Well, well, that alone, I mean, I was embarrassed for Satan, you know, he doesn't allow for any mistakes at all. So I was like, what's up with that? You, you've taken out people for far lesser mistakes than all this. So it was a sad day for Luciferians and for <laughs> failed rituals. <laughs> so, so now just kind of bringing it to a little bit more full circle. So the very first post was HRC, and it said uh, October 30th was a date that was on the first post saying she goes down, uh, Podesta first, and then she goes down sort of thing. And the very last post was Durham. Right. Okay. What's happening right now? Durham has got one of her lawyers already indicted. It's a single indictment, but it's multi multiple pages, which means the guy's singing. Now Durham has announced he's going to have McCabe, and and it was him and his wife involved in the Hillary Clam campaign and all that stuff, right? So, you know, there's a it, she's it's all back in the news, and it's all pointing towards her. And then even today, uh, randomly, a, a bust of a uh, three pizza parlors in uh, in Chicago right mm -hmm. and right. and there's probably some symbology there because where was BO from right right and and what kind of parties did he throw they were pizza and hot dog parties right yeah so we're seeing this and you know Durham was a mystery for the last couple of years no one heard a thing about it now it's in the news almost every day. It's, mm -hmm. And it's, it's like the mainstream media is even having to capitulate right now to the plan. That's true. You know, the media, I don't think, can keep up with everything that's happening now. No, and but they're having to capitulate and show some stuff. They have to because the American people know it now. There's so many people... And people are rising on a community level. Uh, people have been rising. And, and by the way, uh, I consider it no mistake, Jesse, that this program has always said live right in the real world and, you know, make a difference in your community. Yeah. 
We were saying it before. We don't say it, it by cool. accident. <laughs> we were saying it before General Flynn was saying it. We were saying it before all these people were saying it. And I'm not trying to take credit. I'm just trying to say, listen, God can actually divinely direct us sometimes. Okay. Uh, by the way, there's certain programs we've done that he was not in it. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> you know. Uh, Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just, just because, listen, we're human. Right. Jesse's human too. I am human, Jeff. I <laughs> am a human. <laughs> now, listen, some people put you up as deity, Jesse. So we have to state that every once in a while. Yeah. Squash that down. That's not true at yeah. all. There's only one deity <laughs> and it's yeah. not me. And so. and you're not an angel because you're actually meant to be above the angels, Jesse. Amen. <laughs> right. You're a saint. A son and daughter That's of true. the Lord. Son and Lord daughter of the Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. That's right. So, um, what am I leaving out? What, what am I leaving out? I know there was something else I wanted to say about this. Uh, so, one of the things is, you know, uh, people might ask, you know, because when when you get these revelations and stuff, and when I get these downloads. Uh, why don't you journal them, Jeff? And there's a why very don't you journal them, Jeff? <laughs> there's a very specific reason why I don't. Because it is of my understanding that God hears every single thought, and I can hear him sometimes. But the devil cannot hear my thoughts. The devil can see what I do and and can also read. And sometimes I think I don't want to let the devil know exactly what God told me. Does that why, make any sense to you? Well, I understand your reasoning. I guess I'm just a complete opposite person. You know, I figure if, if the Lord allows him to read it, then, then he's going to know what I'm doing is right in front of his face and God's allowed it. So, you know, I'd rather have him sit there and know what's coming and know that he can't do anything to stop it, you know, but that's well, me. Well, you see, Jesse, that is the difference between you and I. I am 10 years your elder, and you're way more mature. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Satan's up there in the throne room, you know, petitioning for things while I am too. So I figure he already knows most of it anyway. <laughs> Well, Nothing really to hide. <laughs> and, you know, you've certainly had uh, more intimate uh, conversations with God than I have. And, uh, and no, listen, you, uh, you, you, you know, you're so convinced um, because of your experiences and uh, on both sides. And, you know, uh, not all of us, have, not many of us have experienced some of the things that you have. Uh, but you know what? Still, but my this goes back to you moving the mountains, Jeff. You know, you just got to, there's kind of that finalizing when you write something down, you, you're finalizing that you've received a word from the Lord and you have to trust in faith that it's going to be fulfilled. And, you know, I'm saying just move those mountains, Jeff. <laughs> Don't worry about what anybody, including the devil, thinks about it. Well, I'm going to consider those words. I'm going to consider those words. 
I, I, I should document some of the uh, other things that happen, though. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, good talking. <coughs> and I think were there things you wanted to finish up with? Uh, I know we kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about this uh, elect team that's doing stuff right now and just, you know, talk about how we can be in prayer or supporting them right now. Sorry, Jesse. I was I was reading. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I, said <laughs> I can't do both. <laughs> I, I can't do both. <laughs> All right. Do you want to share what you were reading? <clears throat> I was saying I know you wanted to talk about the team and how we can be supporting them right now. Well, you know what? I I really think it's hold the line, which is what uh, what the plan has said to do, and it's hold the line. But also, there you have to draw a line, and you know there there are certain lines that uh, you know. For instance, these uh, these mandates that are happening right now—that's uh, a line in the sand. Mm -hmm. And and even even so, everything to do with this, with the uh, the face diapers and all that, I think right now um, one of the greatest things you can do in the physical. Obviously, we want you to pray. But in the physical is you got to stop acquiescing to this. You have to yeah. go in and not be in agreement with that, right? If you put right. one on, you're in agreement. You have to be not in agreement with it. And you have to start doing protests. Um, we have to get our voices heard. And you have to lead by example in your community because it will spread out. So pray about it, pray what you're to do. And, and honestly, what's on my heart right now is, uh, and it's been hard with the social media, but I, I think I've got kind of a clever way to organize even in more, lo more people locally to where I am and to start going into businesses and, and uh, making a disruption peacefully, but just to really send a signal that no we the people have the power we have the numbers we are going to assume control and and if you play along with these uh tyrannical things your corporation is not going to stand it will be taken down and it'll be taken down you know in a number of ways uh prayerfully i would say would be one of them uh, I'm not a big fan of lawfare. However, uh, right now that is a tool to use while we're mm -hmm. under this system. So, um, but it's, it's getting people together who are unafraid and I'm not saying to be reckless, do not be reckless, but we need to really start taking a stand against these things and going in any local business. And, and by the way, as a rule of thumb, I am not going to pick on a little mom and pa shop, okay? I'm going to go to the corporate evil entities, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who I know are evil. You know, yeah. those are the, the Walmarts of the world, the, you know, the different places. And, and listen, we're going to just go and take a stand. So um, well, maybe it's as simple as, you know, there's things you can change, you know, some of those 
ma and pa shops feel like they have to require, you know, the, the face covering in order to keep their businesses going or open, you know, because of the threats that they're getting. But if we go in there and we, you know, have a conversation with them and say, hey, you know, if we can get everybody in our community shopping here, are you willing to, you know, not worry about whether you'll get fined or what the government's going to say? And, and what if we stand with you and we all go, you know, to our local government and, you know, we tell them outright, you can't tell us what we're going to do in our business or not. You know, you can't tell us in our community what we're going to do. You guys work for us. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, will change their minds if they know that they have others standing with them. And it does take, you know, a group of people. And even with our law enforcement, you know, who who runs them? We do. You know, so we need to start stepping up in that leadership role and saying, you know, no, you don't dictate what happens in our communities. We do. And finding out, you know, we have all this information at our disposal. Find out what you need to do in your community to make these changes. Um, and so, you know, one of the things you can do, I talked about this on David Zublik today, is, um, you know, the power of audits. Uh, if you see things happening, whether, you know, any federally um, run business, hospital, school, whatever it is, um, they're all governed by an audit system, both through the state as well as federally. And so, you know, the ombudsman needs to be our best friend. And for all ombudsmans out there, you know, I'm just going to ask your forgiveness because I'm going to send a lot of work your way. Um, but we can, you know, if if we see rights being violated, because that's what, you know, these state and federal laws are for, they're to, you know, protect individuals who are in our prisons, protect children who are in the schools, protect children in the CPS system, um, you know, protect patients who are in the hospitals. So when we see a violation of rights, any citizen who witnesses that violation has the authority to call their state ombudsman and to file a complaint against the organization where you saw the violation. And you, you know, you call the ombudsman, let's just say you're a nurse at a hospital and, and you see, you know, something sketchy going on. You call the ombudsman and you say, hey, I'm making a report. You know, they're making employees get vaccinations. They're making employees uh, share what their religious beliefs are. Uh, employer does not have the right to ask an employee what their religious belief is. They don't have that right. When you, you know, when they say you have to fill out um, a religious exemption to not get the vaccine, um, that is a you know vaxer boxer let's do that sorry about that hokey um, pokey <laughs> we're each allowed one mess up jeff um but anyway when they say you have to fill that out um you enter into compliance the moment you fill it out 
but they've already violated your rights by even asking what your religious belief is. And some of them don't even ask just, you know, you it's not like you just check a box that this is against my religious belief. They are now re asking some individuals, you know, saying, you know, can we call your, um, whether it's imam, your bishop or person, and, and they want to check out and make sure that's part of your religious belief. They have no right to do that. So when, you know, they're demanding this, you can call the abutsman and you can say, hey, this company is violating my rights. They're violating other employees' rights. They're violating patients' rights. The abutsman has 72 hours to follow up with that. If they don't follow up with it within 72 hours and get back to you, then you can turn it into um, the Department of Justice federal audit system, and you would turn in everybody who's violated, you know, whether um, it's the ombudsman, whether it's the organization, you give specific names, contact information you may have, and you tell them exactly what the violation was and say, hey, you know, these individuals are violating my rights. Um, and you can also call your senator and your local government as well to let them know that rights are being violated. Um, and so, you know, we have the power to start doing some of these things and reporting where crimes and rights are, are being denied. Um, so I'd encourage people to start looking into some of those things and those avenues and not being afraid to put stuff out there. You know, if you've, your got voice a, heard. Yeah, if you've got a store that is refusing to allow you to go grocery shopping and they're the only store in your community, you know, and you have disabilities on top of that, you know, put in there, I am disabled. I can't travel an hour or two to another store. Um, you know, they have no right to deny you your basics, your basic things that you need for survival. Um, well, it's so, against the law to discriminate period. So, right. you know, these mandates, <laughs> these mandates are not legal at all. They never have been legal. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the corporations to do the work that the government cannot do. That's, that's what they're doing here. So, um, right. and listen, I, I just say show up on mass. I don't like all the paperwork, uh, because then you're playing into their system. Even, you know, I'm not saying what Jesse said is bad advice because it's good advice because it's good advice to get your name heard and to start flooding these people with your actions that are coming in. Um, but you know, there's different approaches, uh, to, yeah. but you know, uh, ask God what, what is right for in your community to do, but get off the couch. I'll tell you that. All right, Jesse, yeah. there's a couple of questions and then I, I know where I want to finish this up, but. Yeah, I see for one. military service members too, um, you know, there's usually a protocol on who you're going to turn um, things into or who you would go to with, uh, um, you know, uh, turning in uh, where your rights have been violated. And what I'm hearing is that um, people are turning stuff in and it, it goes as far as somebody's desk and it's sitting there, that it's not going up the chain. So, you know, if you're military, we need to find a way to keep your papers and your documents of your 
the violations of your rights moving up the chain. So, you know, I would encourage people to contact their local advocates um, or, you know, if we have, if you know of higher level military people who are willing to um, kind of take those paperworks and bypass others, you know, I would, I would do that. You know, find, let's find a way to keep uh, those violations moving up the chain so that um, they're found out and uh, we can do something about it. Way to go. And, and also, by the way, uh, for the policemen uh, that are uh, watching as well, you know, you have a secret weapon uh, that's sitting on your chest. It's called a cam, a body cam, and you need to start using your body cam as a tool inside of your precinct when you're given tyrannical orders and you can use it and say no i know the bill of rights and i know that this is not lawful it is not it goes against my oath and then have that person give you whatever it is but to get it on tape you've got the technology so uh, just a couple of questions here before we end off jesse uh swollen sea says are there still a lot of kids underground or did we get the majority of them saved? I believe the majority of them have been uh, saved at this point. Uh, they, you know, one of the things we've seen is the deeper tunnel systems were being flooded where the submarine bases in those were. And, you know, we saw odd places like Chicago where the water was coming up through the manholes and things like that. And, and even um, in DC. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe, you know, one of the things that was happening was that, you know, the military went through there, but they knew that people were still in there or hiding and they couldn't get to, uh, we'll just say the bad people who were hiding. So, you know, they gave them a chance to come out and when they didn't, they flooded those tunnels and, you know, then there's no more chance of those individuals escaping or, uh, making an impact in communities that need to be safe communities. So. Amen. Yeah. So, uh, and we've seen them all around the world, folks. There's been, uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 uh, the best trackers have been the explosions and then the little mini earthquakes that don't come from the shifting of the, you know, it's been obvious. They've actually made it pretty obvious for us. So, um, right. do you know anything about the tsunami agenda and these volcanoes from Anna? Yeah, the, some of those agendas have been out for a long time in the system, um, even to the extent where they were putting, uh, they're not missiles, but that's probably the closest word we can use. Um, they were putting technology um, on the uh, fault lines and things like that to purposely cause earthquakes in a certain way that would create tsunamis headed in certain directions. So that has been, you know, part of their plan for quite a long time. And, um, and harp is real. Yeah. 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 Listen, they've been manipulating the jet stream. They've been dropping things into clouds. They've been, uh, they've been doing all kinds of terrible things to bring in a climate change agenda. Climate change equals world government. Okay. Whenever you hear that, just remember, that's what it uh, means. And by the way, uh, last Sunday's broadcast, when we did Revelation 12, we talked about the La Palma 
volcano and just maybe gave an interesting perspective on that if you want to go back and listen to that. Right. All right. There was yeah, one or two. <laughs> oh, Connie. <laughs> hey, groovy guitar. Um, yes, I would say the planets are real. Yes. They, scripture talks about uh, the sun, the moon, the stars, and I do believe the planets are real as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I know there's a, a bunch of stuff going around right now. And, you know, I, I come against the, uh, the the flat earth stuff pretty, pretty large, but <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, the, the planets are real. And I think they're exactly how you see them when you look through a very powerful telescope. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeff, are we supposed really to be vegetarian? I like that question. Are we supposed to be vegetarian? No, was, no, you don't think so? Hell no. I said that, and I use that word advisedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, where have these children been placed? Um, you know, we're talking high level um, operations here. Um, you know, a mass amount of of children from all over the world in the US, the numbers right now um, that have been reported is that we've got 1.75 million children worldwide that have been rescued and 400,000 in the US that have been rescued. Um, with that, you know, we've got a system of individuals that want these children for, you know, whether it's food consumption, uh, blood, Adreno, uh, you know, whatever it is that they want them for, or, you know, for trafficking, and they will stop at nothing to come after and get these kids. So, you know, the, the best thing for them is that, you know, this has been high level operations and those who need to know, um, know and are providing the care that's needed. So yeah, we just need to trust and uh you know not not worry about that i know a lot of people want to get involved and there may be opportunity soon for individuals to get involved with that but until then we just have to patiently wait um, and pray for safety for everybody involved and by the way speaking of which uh you put out a tweet uh, you retweeted task force earlier and i thought it was quite an interesting position uh they're tying in uh does anyone else think that the uh, the Fauci puppy torture thing is uh, just getting people ready to hear about the children? What are your thoughts, Jesse? I believe it is. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people seeing stuff like that happening to animals is really hard. And it doesn't even begin to start with the things that will be revealed that's been happening to our children and our veterans. So, yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, Alina, I want to thank you for this question as well. Uh, so many are talking about the Galactics helping us. Are they really angels? Well, that was kind of the whole point of what we were talking about earlier. So I want to reinforce because maybe maybe we didn't say it. Uh, these people that are saying they're ascended masters, these people called the Galactic Federation, 
um, these things. And by the way, if you notice the thumbnail I did for the, the cover art I put uh, at the end of the questions, kind of that SS thing, mm -hmm. that's that's secret space, secret space program, right? Uh, yeah. And that's really what it is. And so the secret space program, again, it's what Jesse was saying earlier about uh, the, the fallen angels giving the technology to man and stuff like that. And yeah, so um, yeah, listen, they are, they are, they, they're, they're, they're helping um, a lot of people, but yeah, they're mostly fallen angels. <laughs> the ones that uh, these well, I think it's, it's good to clarify you, the galactics are not necessarily all fallen angels or angels. Um, you have angels who are involved, but the Galactic Federation or the Galactic Council, which is also known as the Global Council, the Global Federation or the Federation Alliance. Um, also, you know, they've got warriors that uh, are called guardians. Um, you know, those individuals are all involved with... Uh, with that uh, federation. And so you do have angelic beings, fallen angels, and you also have humans, both good, bad on those councils. And what role does this play with the Alliance that we were talking about, Jesse, for further clarification? Um, are you talking like which Alliance in particular? Well, the 800 out of Virginia, you know, the, uh, the posts that we've been reading. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so they are highly involved with that. We can just say that there's a direct connection between the 800 and the Federation and the different alliances. So, yeah, listen, there's, there's a reason why there's a, such a level of accuracy. There's a reason why this, this thing has been gamed out for so long uh, one of the questions that it went by, I don't have it uh, in front of me anymore, but uh, I'm perfectly willing to answer this. And I think we already addressed it. But Jesse, do you believe we're still watching a movie? I do. And, you know, I think that while we're watching this movie, it's it's important to remember to not keep our eyes focused, per se, on the movie, but to keep our eyes focused on God and you know, the past few weeks, I've been talking a lot more, bringing more out because I see people so focused on, you know, the hearts of individuals. They want to know, is this person good? Is this person bad? At the end of the day, what we have to remember is that the Lord, you know, in his sovereignty has has made us, we'll just say a world. You know, we we have to interact, we have to engage with people, whether they're good or bad. And, uh, you know, often, you know, especially when we think of, I'll just say DT, people want to know, you know, is he good? Is he bad? Um, and then I see people when they feel like he's bad, that they don't want to um, engage or get involved at all or support. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, Daniel in scriptures, you know, he didn't get to pick his king. He had kings that did not believe in God. Yet in light of being, you know, one of the highest advisors for these kings, which meant, you know, you walked alongside of them, you knew every intimate detail of their lives. You gave them your thoughts, your opinions on de important decisions that they had to make. 
Um, you know, God didn't ask him to do that just with people who were other believers. He had to do that with people who definitely were not believers. And yet the Lord blessed him in that. And, you know, as he walked alongside of those kings, two of them, you know, Darius and Cyrus, you go back to the book of Daniel and read what those kings proclaimed. And they are the greatest evangelistic uh, proclamations of the Lord God Almighty in history. You know, the miracles that these kings saw and they declared before all of their people, you know, Daniel's God is the only God. And, you know, so I'd encourage people to go back and read that. And I say that with, you know, from what I know of, of DT, what I continue to say about him, you know, it, it does no good to fight whether somebody's heart is good or bad, you know, but what I see is that, you know, nobody has fought human trafficking. And as a SRA survivor that came out of the deepest darkness, nobody wanted to touch that. Let me tell you, you know, I didn't even have pastors who wanted to, um, you know, take on the things that I was explaining were happening, whether it was the demons or the people, nobody wanted to touch that. And, uh, you know, this man, this administration, they have, you know, boldly faced mm -hmm. the enemy and, you know, also made it so that all of us can boldly face the enemy. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's one kid, two kids, you know, even if it was just for one, it's worth it. But we know it's already more than that, you know, that they literally are taking this system down the things that we couldn't do, um, God has given them the rights and the authority to do. And so, you know, we need to stand with them in those things and understand that not everything can be seen by the public's eye. Um, you know, but if you're listening, if you're paying attention, they are putting stuff out there. They're showing, They're showing us what's being done Again, on a regular we, we, basis. We have been watching can, a movie. And and listen, yeah. uh, Trump has uh, has publicly proclaimed Jesus. Um, the Kim Clement says the man will not know me before going into office, but when he goes into office, I will fill him with my spirit. Uh, I'm so glad you mentioned Cyrus Jesse because mm -hmm. if you look at his presidency, it really mimics uh, Cyrus and. You know, it's 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 the taking down of Babylon without firing a bullet, right? Uh, he's doing it through financial and things like that. So that brings up this question: Is Jasara really going to happen? By it's Julie, sis. I I believe it. I believe it will. Uh, one of the things that you know was brought to my attention, um, I believe, shows that it already is happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody has seen the pictures or maybe you still have old money where when you look at the back of a bill, you see the Illuminati triangle on the back. And um, if you look at your current money, that is no longer there. You will see on the front right hand side, 
that it shows the gold backing for the money. It shows uh, the constitutional pen. And when you turn it over, you'll see the word simply in God we trust. Um, I believe that that's one of the signs that they are fulfilling and bringing forward the things um, with Nasara and Jasara that they've told us about. Yeah. And, and I believe that the, uh, the financial system is going to collapse and it has to collapse under uh, Joe, green screen Joe. <laughs> uh, it, it has to collapse under him. And, uh, but here, here's the thing. Uh, when it does come in, and I firmly believe it will as well. Again, we talked about this, about uh, that Red Sea moment and the treasures of the enemy going to uh, to the righteous people. Again, yeah. this is probably the most important thing I can say to believers because in a time of abundance, which I believe we will walk into, we're going to have abundance in so many different ways. Uh, it's going to be a, a really good time for a period of time. How long that is, I don't know. No one does. I'm guessing a couple or a few years. Maybe three and a half years. Maybe maybe 1,260 days, Jesse. <laughs> but, <laughs> so specific, Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, you know, listen, that, that, I'm, just, I'm just quoting a guy named Daniel. You know, it's like... Right. But uh, here's the thing. When you have everything your tendency is not to seek out God so much. It's like, you know what? I always felt I deserved a boat and now I can have a boat. I deserve it. Or I can, now I can go buy this house or I can. No, you need to steward. If anything, if, if it, when this does happen or if it does happen, I should say, you need to take these provisions and start making a plan and when it does happen, that's when you really need to get down on your knees and start showing some gratitude towards God and and live more humbly even. Yeah. Uh, do not go into extravagance. This is the trapping of the devil. And this is what the light side wants. And then when it starts to be taken away from you, and then, you know, um, there's going to be a new mandate, you know, and, uh, and unless you take a certain mark, uh, you're not able to buy and sell. All that is real. God wrote it. He's not changing the ending, folks. Uh, it's going to happen. So when we come into this time of prosperity, I urge you to really seek the Lord and become a very a good steward. In fact, start stewarding now. Uh, not doing a commercial, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to, to say that because I really think that that is a, a real trapping for for Christians that can fall, that can fall into it easily. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Um, we're just going to end up actually, that's probably a really good place to, uh, to end is on that note that, uh, look, we will get through this, trust the plan, but the plan was always to get you active, right? It the, was. The, the plan was to always get you active and, uh, yes, uh, I support DJT, uh, Jesse, I believe you do as well. And by your own words, even this evening, uh, we want this to happen. We want it to happen in God's time. Uh, I still think there's a couple things that have to happen that are going to be somewhat catastrophic. Uh, there, I'm expecting false flags totally 
Um, the news is going to get real busy. Well, it has been already. It's very hard to keep up with things. Uh, it, it goes by so fast. So, you know, uh, in our, uh, one of our Sunday shows, we talked about spend more time in God's word. And then when you go digging, just ask him to show you what you need to see. You don't need to spend all day and, and wondering if this guy is good or this guy is bad and what's Elon's role? What about this? What You don't need to focus on that stuff because at the end of the day, only God knows. You can have an opinion. Okay. Other people can have an opinion. So it doesn't matter. You need to take yourself back and take that 30,000 foot view that you're going to have when you're flying in on the clouds, when you get taken up on the clouds with Jesus, you know, they, look at the world in that way. All these things must happen. So whether or not uh, this letter of the alphabet was a big psyop, as some people are saying or whatever, well, I don't know. The proofs are there. Mind you, if you look for proofs, you can probably prove something if you really want to believe it. So I'll leave that there. But, uh, you know, there's there's been enough evidence in my mind to say it is very real. Uh, it is working with the uh, fallen angels and also with, with God and God sending his messenger angels as well. That's how they're getting this uh, info. They're foretelling us. And just honestly, consider yourself to be blessed that God has allowed you to see this stuff at this point in time when your neighbors have scales over their eyes. God has chosen you, the right on radio listener, um, to, to see this stuff. And it, it's not to see it through us. It has nothing to do with Jesse or I. Uh, we're just, we're just with our eyes open with you. But really pour into God. You will not know the differences. You will not know the counterfeits unless you spend more time in his word. So uh, I know Jesse has been saying that a lot lately, and so have I, and we're probably going to repeat it <laughs> even more so as the days go out and by. Oh, I love this. Abundance is yours. Open your hearts and receive. LaSalle, that is beautiful, and it's prophetic, I would say. Final thoughts, Jesse? I think that's a great statement to end with. And there's a verse that kind of goes with that. Second uh, Corinthians nine, eight says, therefore um, God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's so right. We'll and Lord... fast to that abundance. And Lori just put in 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, having said that, not only love one another, but love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. <laughs>